Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very slow. all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. (laughs) Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, it is the Lombardi Line on a Football Friday. He's Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. This is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. As we barrel into December, we welcome in Hall of Famer behind the book there at the South Point, our partner, Vinny Meliulo. And Vinny, first off, Vinny, hi and happy holidays. We, you and I were discussing a little bit during mm-hmm. the break. You know, there's a lot of action going on with the World Cup. We've got week 13 kicked off last night at the NFL. Tomorrow on our football Saturday show, the Lombardi line, we're going to have, as we kick off the show, the United States and the Netherlands are going to kick off. Let's start there. You've been getting a lot of action in the World Cup over there at the South Point. Specifically, a lot of betters taking the United States. Oh, listen, guys, uh, I've got to tell you, uh, a lot of nationalism in the, uh, in the World Cup here. Uh, but if there's a common element with, uh, with the World Cup, it's, uh, compared to other sports, it's, it's the betting aspect of it. And, and here's, uh, here's how it plays out. So the U.S., we open, again, there's two ways now to bet. Uh, this next round, this uh, knockout round, uh, we have the USA uh, at plus a half a goal. Netherlands minus a half a goal. They're the favorite, but we made it pick them minus a dime both sides. USA is up to two to one. Now that's on the on the goal line where uh, we you, the the score is graded after regulation and uh, after ninety minutes and stoppage time. So then we also have the uh, folks who want to bet, uh, and there's obviously a total on that, and two over uh, minus uh, $1.35 is, uh, is the favorite there. But you also uh, we have two advance. So whoever actually is, uh, wins the match, uh, and the USA is uh, a pretty good-sized dog there, Netherlands minus 220, USA plus 190. The common factor in terms of the way it's bet uh, compared to other sports is uh, – Locals, you know, the casual fans, they're betting and supporting uh, Team USA. And uh, more seasoned betters, it's about betting uh, a price and, uh, and, and betting uh, a, a number. And uh, that's when they'll get involved. Professional betters will look to bet uh, on the Netherlands at uh, plus the best price they can get. And right now it's uh, plus $1.75. And I think a lot of it has to do with the news about uh, uh, Christian Pulisic uh, probably uh, being probable to go tomorrow uh, with his abdominal uh, injury. And uh, word is that there may be some uh, flu-like, uh, a little flu bug uh, going through the uh, through the Dutch squad. So, But we'll see. But a lot of support 
uh, by the uh, general public on Team USA. The yeah, and I'm guessing a lot of support on the United States last week against Iran as well, correct? Or excuse me, earlier. Yeah, this so week. no, they that bet. Was, uh, yeah, they, no, they bet. They, they bet crazy. the USA. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was. Uh, it was. <laughs> I got to tell you, that was a. Uh, it was a pretty emotional. It was uh, as uh, as big a reaction as uh, as the Raider win uh, last week in overtime. So a lot of a uh, lot of good a uh, lot of good stuff going on for. And and you know what? The thing about it, as long as the Americans advance, it actually it it helps the overall handle. Patrick, as yeah, you I and I were talking uh, off the air. Yeah, yeah I mean, I got to think. The interest. Interest. I mean, I, like. Uh, for like the local bars around here, Vinny, uh, you know, I mean, it's huge to get these. If the yeah. longer the Americans go, it's just another week of, of people coming in to watch and want to separate. I mean, I can remember I was in Italy, uh, you know, a few years back to see Springsteen. And, and there was a little, there was a pub and there was, I think it was some kind of national soccer. I mean, that whole pub was filled with people watching the soccer tournament. So it was amazing mm-hmm. how. People love to go to a bar to watch the game, and so it's it's a lot of fun. I mean, hopefully we keep going with it. Yeah, I, I think so. And as long as uh, you know our business will uh, will will be strong. Uh, particularly, again, I go back to what we've talked about uh, being a twenty four hour operation. It's a three shift town, so even with the games uh, that take place extremely early, uh, whether it's seven a.m., we had games at two a.m. last week. Uh, we get a lot of uh, a lot of uh, support and a lot of play. On the soccer, and again, you know the the aspect. It's wide open too. You know, there's a, a little bit of an NFL uh, element to it, right, guys? With some of the unpredictability. Absolutely. I mean, you know, look at some of the teams that have advanced, but look at the teams that are going to. Germany's gone, right? I mean, yeah. you mentioned Italy. Italy wasn't even in it, Michael. So the unpredictable aspect of it, I think, has added to it too. So we're we're very pleased. Uh, with the response to uh, to this year's World Cup uh, uh, play I'll, so far, I'll at just the add to counter. that. Add to what Michael said and what you're saying, Vinny, about the fervor for the World Cup. I sent Michael, I think it was last week, a picture. I live about five blocks from the Hermosa Pair, and they've been having mm-hmm. these viewing parties for the games. Ah. Tomorrow, the viewing party starts at 7 a.m. and it's standing <laughs> room only already. <laughs> so think about yep. that. Saturday, 7 a.m. Hermosa Beach, California, they've got a huge TV outside at the pier, but it's standing room only. So you can't, I mean, it's just like, it's pretty cool to see the, the nationalistic pride and everything come together. So we shall see. Yeah, it's good. We're, we're going to be focused And by the way, there'll be a couple tomorrow. of, I'm sure it'll be a, a Vinny running around in uh, in uh, flip-flops and, and, and shorts uh, <laughs> taking action. I know they don't have a counter, <laughs> listen, but look listen. for... Look. I, I, on those Sunday night NFL games, you can hear my neighbors. I can hear the way they're cheering. I know who they're betting on. So again, betting is betting does not discriminate. Betting there's betters everywhere. There's bookies right. everywhere. It doesn't have to be legal. Trust me when I say that. How'd you do? Colleagues, you they're do, my colleagues. They're, yes, they're your they're brothers in arms. How'd you do last night? Michael and I were a little confused by that number. Did you close four with the Bills and did you uh, win off? No, that we closed. One? Uh, we closed three and a half last night, uh, wow. and, and with, you know, so this game, uh, we did open the Bills five, and it was a, a pretty steady stream uh, up until yesterday afternoon of uh, a Patriots uh, Patriots money, and um, they also bet uh, bet the game uh, bet it uh, over a little bit. I'm sorry, under a little bit. We did close at forty three and a half off the forty four opener, but. Uh, Plenty of uh, Bills money uh, yesterday uh, afternoon and up until kickoff. We, you know, so uh, did did okay on the game. Didn't do uh, didn't do bad. But again, it, it kind of set the uh, tone uh, for uh, uh, favorite teasers with the Bills and parlays. Uh, so we uh, we did okay on the game. But it's a little bit deceiving because of the way uh, you know the uh, uh, the Bills came in on uh, on it. Vinny, where where are you on the Raiders? Where are you on the Raiders uh, Charger game right now? Uh, we've got the game pick 'em. Uh, a steady stream of Raider, Raider support money. this week. I got to tell you guys, you know, and we've talked about it during the course of the season, right? The thing about the Raiders is there's either a a huge push on Raiders uh, on the Raiders in games this or a, a move against them. Um, now, if it's going to come against them, it'll probably uh, uh, come uh, as we get closer to uh, to kickoff on Sunday. But uh, they took two, they took one and a half, one, and uh, we're down to pick them here. So this game is, uh, uh, we've seen quite a bit of Raider money. I suspect at some point, though, we will see Charger money come in. 
Um, and again, uh, but uh, it'll be. It, I love it. Again, it's a it, it's a local game. Uh, it'll be a lot of support for the uh, for the Raiders, uh, not only at uh, Allegiant Stadium, but uh, certainly uh, here in every sports book in Las Vegas. Uh, but I think we'll see some Charger money show. I think folks uh, that are looking to bet the Chargers are just going to wait and see if they could maybe get a point or get a uh, a little better price on them, uh, particularly on the money line. I think Millie Lombardi is going to be at the game. Am I correct? Yeah, there'll be red carpet out for that one, bad boy. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. The, the queen yeah. is coming. The queen yeah, is coming. Absolutely. Yeah, it's she interesting better deliver with that a win. Every time she goes to a game, there's no wins, so she better come through This here. time she it's better... going to be different. This yeah, time it's so. good. You know what's weird about that one is uh, I'm just looking at my board. Vegas is one pretty much everywhere, and then the Westgate has the Chargers one and a half in. So yeah. just to give an idea of the different shops, you know, how the, how the number varies, Vinny. Yeah, you know, it's, a, it's an important point you bring up, Patrick, because, again, it, it speaks to a, a couple of things. Uh, one is you want to shop, right, uh, always. And, uh, you know, uh, honestly, uh, you, you know, even though I, we certainly want folks to, to bet with us, uh, I encourage people to shop because if you're shopping, that means you're considering us and you're, you're, you're looking for the best possible price on your side. The other aspect of that is all it takes is one person. If you get a particular, you know, one bet, you, and again, you can have, a, a, you know, a, a really lopsided ticket count, but one bet can either put you in, in, uh, in balance or it can really shift things to the other side. And again, here in Las Vegas, where we've got uh, you know, big casino players <clears throat> that come in too, all it takes is, is, uh, is uh, one person or a couple of people. Uh, that tells me that, uh, that the Westgate is, has somebody that's uh, pretty strong, uh, has a strong opinion on the Chargers. Now, Again, if you're looking to, to, to bet the Raiders and you're shopping in town, obviously you've got to consider that spot. If you're looking to bet uh, on the Chargers, then you're going to look to take one or you know uh, uh, you know go with pick them here or look for for a money line too. Not everybody has a money line if the game is either side uh, right. less than two, uh, favored by two. So lots of shopping opportunities uh, between now and kickoff. And pay attention to the injury reports. Injuries are starting to come out today. And then, of course, that leads up until Sunday uh, for the actives and inactives. So lots to consider. Either way, monitor the betting lines from now, particularly starting Friday, right uh, up until uh, within an hour of kickoff. Great point about the money line and the short line. I'm glad you brought that up. It really was. Washington, I'm seeing Antonio Gibson actually may not play. It's weird with Washington, Michael, and, and the Giants. The Giants are actually starting to get healthy. Washington's still relatively right. healthy, but Gibson has that kind of change of pace back. Could be a big miss if he doesn't go. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, but Robinson has been their back. I mean, he's kind of been going too, and Washington's got a week off in between the games. I'm always concerned about teams that have a bye in at, at a, at a big game. You know, they seem to play their best before they get to the bye. And uh, because they know they'll get a bunch more days off if they win that game. So, uh, you know, I, I mean, that's the, that's one. The Giants, look, the Giants formula the last five weeks hasn't hasn't fell, hasn't been there. They've given up touchdowns in the red zone. They've turned the ball over and they can't run. Revenge is on USC's mind right down the road from where Vinny sits at Allegiant Stadium. The Pac-12 championship, of course, Utah USC, USC playing for a chance to get into the final four. We'll discuss it next with Vinny Maliulo, the Hall of Famer. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. 
Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's kids safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it's BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, also the sponsor of the Lombardi Line. Visit BetMGM.com or download the app. If you're in town, stop by an EMGM property, bring your status sheet ID, you're ready to bet within minutes. You have to be 21 years or older, and if you have a gambling problem, it's 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, Michael Lombardi there. I'm Patrick Maher. Vinny Maliulo from behind the book there at the South Point. Busy time of the year. He joins us. And before we get to the Pac-12 championship game, actually some sharp money coming on the under between USC and Utah. Let's finish up our thoughts on Washington at the Giants because it sounds like they're at the South Point. They're hitting the commanders. Yeah, uh, open one and a half on Monday. Our numbers uh, uh, come out on Monday morning, guys. And uh uh, they laid the one and a half. They laid the two. We're up to two and a half. And I think anybody looking uh, for the Giants is looking for that key number of uh, of three, right? We talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we're going to find out quite a bit about the Giants now uh, with this run, this this particular part of their schedule, a very challenging part of their schedule. Um, pleasant surprise, I think, by, by some in uh, in terms of how, uh, especially uh, the the backers of the four teams in the NFC East. There was so much talk about the AFC West being uh, the strongest conference going into the season, and it, and they did rate very highly or, or much higher uh, in terms of a power rating. No surprise with Kansas City, but I think when you look at that division and you compare the NFC East right now to it in terms of uh, uh, competitiveness, I mean uh, these uh, these are all four teams uh, in uh, in the playoff uh, hunt right now. So, um, but all about the commanders right now in this uh, 10 o'clock Pacific start this uh, this Sunday. Anybody looking to bet the Giants is waiting to see if they can get three. If it pops to three, it won't last long. Yeah. I mean, look, this is a team going in two different directions, Vinny, and I, mm-hmm. I'm sure in your power rankings you do the same thing. You you kind of, you know, see a team sliding, see a team winning, and, and, and you know, playing better. And I think ultimately this is really going to come down to the – uh, the injury report, the Giants have not been healthy. they got to get Barkley going. Their offensive line has struggled. And against this good Washington front, it's I think it's going to be hard to, to run the ball. Even though Atlanta ran the ball, Atlanta runs the ball differently than most teams. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I think, and, and the thing about it, Michael, is you've got a Washington team that's got cohesiveness now, right? I mean, especially – uh, uh, with with Heineke under center, I think that the team has rallied behind around him, and it's not a knock on Carson Wentz. The reality is the team has responded with Heineke, uh, you know, at, at quarterback, and it's uh, it's translated to to victories for this team. So they're playing extremely well, and uh, they play hard, well coached, and uh, again, but again, it's always about the number, and in this case, a very key number looming. Uh, with uh, the uh, uh, Commanders now as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Again, folks looking about the Giants are waiting to see if they can uh, catch three. The the Heineke story is fascinating. He's averaging like 175 yards passing per. He's going to throw a pick or two a game, Michael, but they keep winning, and there is something to be said about the dudes playing for him because, I mean, there's juice. There's juice when he's in the starting lineup. I mean, look, the first five weeks of the season, they couldn't create a turnover. I mean, they couldn't create one. They got a couple against Jacksonville, but they couldn't create any. 
And all of a sudden, once they started to create turnovers and their offense stopped turning the ball over, they became a better team. And Heineke, even though he turns the ball over, you know, he gives them enough plays to offset it. And this is going to be a huge game. I don't think weather's going to be a factor. This is going to come down to if the Giants get one-dimensional and they can't throw and they can't run it, it's going to be hard to have to pass protect a lot against this Washington front. And by the way, I heard Slayton was banged up as well. So he's wide receiver one right now for the Giants. We'll get you updated. Of course, on Sunday, we'll have all the news here on the Lombardi line. Okay, um, let's get to, I'm excited about Utah USC tonight, Pac-12 championship game, Allegiant Stadium there in Vegas. Right now, I've got USC laying two and a half, a total of 67 and a half. But before we get to that matchup, Vin, let's back up and have a little fun. Let's talk about these final four odds when the drop, when you drop the future numbers. Okay, let's have a little fun with some mm -hmm. of these teams. You've got Georgia, Michigan, TCU, and USC right now. Those are the four. Let's go back to when you dropped the future book. Yeah, and uh, this was uh, back last January, right, uh, right around uh, playoff time uh, for the teams. And you look back and you say, well, you know, obviously, you know, you're gonna, you know, we knew that Alabama, Alabama was a favorite, right? And they were, I'll throw them in there because they were, they were three to two favorites. But when you look at Georgia, no surprise, they were a short price at three to one. Uh, they presently sit at minus 160, which means uh, you know you've got to put up 160 to win 100 to get back 260. Michigan, 25 to one a year ago, uh, just about a year ago, right? So 25 to one. Uh, I think folks thought that uh, particularly after the playoff performance, could they come back and play uh, to the same level that they did a year ago? And I think you know once uh, once they uh, we saw how they how well well they performed during the season. And of course, I. A strong performance uh, at Columbus that uh, you know that really uh, got people's uh, uh, belief. They're they're plus two seventy five now, so less than three to one. Um, I'll save TCU for last. USC twenty to one. There was steady play, a lot of tickets yes. written, especially when Lincoln Riley got signed and yep. he brought a lot of his skill position players with him. Uh, so there was a lot of support for TCU. I'm sorry, for USC at 10 to 1. But here's one. There's always one that kind of crashes, it seems, uh, the party, so to speak. And uh, you know what? It, it, a long shot uh, has lurked for several years. Well, here's one that, uh, that lurked. TCU is 12 to 1 right now to win the national championship in the future book. Would you love to have a ticket in your pocket right now, guys, uh, with the Horn Frogs at 200 to 1? 200 to yeah. 1 last <laughs> January Baylor was actually you know uh, uh, Baylor and Oklahoma uh, were uh, you know much shorter. Uh, of course, yeah. they were they were at the top at uh, you know for the Big Twelve. But uh, TCU at two hundred to one last uh, uh, last January. And there's a few folks out there. I've got a buddy of mine. He's a uh, he he lives in uh, uh, Texas and he's a big TCU fan. He's a he's a soccer coach, but he always uh, follows the Horn Frogs and he always winds up putting up like a hundred dollar ticket. On uh, TCU every year, and uh, I think really? he's an alum. Yep, he's got a he's got a little uh, he's got a rooting interest now. He's in a great spot at two hundred to one. Good for him. That's wonderful. Yeah. That is that is well. Now, he cashes, first Vinny does he ca He has to win the national championship to cash. It's not getting to the final four. No, that's uh, that's uh, 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 to win the national championship. But at two hundred to got one, it. listen, he's got a, he's in a great spot now because uh, you know he can he can even. Oh, yeah. uh, do, do some. He, he can play. You know, he can take uh, take the dog this week. He doesn't even have to wait. I mean, you know, when when you look at it, uh, he can take. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Kansas State at some point. That game is up to two and a half. It's, it's holding steady at two and a half. But if he gets three, uh, he might uh, he might grab it or take a little bit of money line. And uh, he's in a great spot. He's in a great spot not only for this week, but uh, when we get to the semifinals. And start yeah, that, that's a, a great bit. lesson there, Patrick. That's a yep. great lesson is when you have when you're holding a valuable ticket, it's not all or nothing. You can you can make money that's as right. you hold that ticket. That's a great Absolutely. lesson. Absolutely. That's a great job, Vin. He's holding twenty thousand dollars potentially, so you can start getting creative with it right now. Yep. Good job by the TCU fan. Okay. Uh tonight. Uh, are the are the books going to need Utah tonight? Because I know a lot of sharp betters are on Utah, but my assumption is the public's going to play USC. Yeah, and I think more sharp betters are waiting to uh, to see if this game goes to three guys. Uh, I know we've been talking about it a lot. This is a number that's lurking uh, both uh, in college uh, uh, and in uh, the NFL this weekend. Uh, but TCU, we open. I mean, SC, we open as two uh, point favorites. 
against Utah. It's up to two and a half. The total's gone up from 66 and a half. Was a full a two points higher yesterday at 68 and a half. Uh, did come in on the under 67 and a half. The general public is going to love points in this game. Of course, we got a little recent history, right, with the, what these two teams did uh, this past fall in, in their matchup. I've got to tell you, too, guys, um, Utah actually rates higher uh, when it comes to the pure power ratings uh, by about a point or a point and a half. And you say, well, how come you open it higher? Well, you anticipate, right? And you, and there's, there's been a lot of support for USC. So part of what we do, guys, is also uh, you, you, you watch not only what, you know, what teams are in terms of that power rating, but how they're getting bet. And there's been a lot of support for SC throughout the season. I mentioned even uh, in the future book uh, from almost a year ago uh, where they were uh, as high as 20 to 1. So a lot of uh, support there. I think professionals, though, are going to look to Utah in this game, not only uh, if they can get three, but you might see them uh, grab uh, uh, grab uh, the, the, the money line on the game and see if uh, you know you can get the uh, the Utes at uh, plus $1.40 or better. It's hard to beat a team twice in one year, and especially a game that went down to one point the last time they played. Yeah. I mean, that's a hard thing to do. I mean, it's, you know, that, to me it's a pick em game all the way around, and something, mm-hmm. you know, you got to get a break here and a break there or somewhere because SC's got to be able to, to get some stops defensively. Utah is just a tough team. They're not going to go away at all. I will say this. Utah just was awesome offensively. I think they dropped 63 on Colorado, but Colorado scored 21 points last week against Utah. These two teams, Utah and Utah, Utah and USC, Michael, scored a combined 85 on October 15th. The fact that that total is getting hit to the under is very surprising to me. It's sitting 67 and a half. You mentioned, Vinny, you were 68 and a half yesterday? Yeah, it was, uh, it was as high as 68 and a half, uh, and some pretty respected uh, uh, folks came in and took the under. Great job, Who's Vinny. We than appreciate you? you. Thank you so much. Who's better than you, Vinny? Can you answer the question? Nobody. Have a great weekend, guys. Cash some tickets. See, always humble. Vinny Meliulo, the Hall of Famer, the South Point. Stop by, say hi, take a selfie. When we come back, some real weird synergy in Michael's top five quarterbacks. It's fascinating. I'll explain. That's next. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, Cyber Monday has officially been extended. We might take this thing into July. Just plain. Get over there right now, vsin.com slash subscribe. Become a VSIN Pro, an annual subscriber. And when you do, the point of Cyber Monday is this we're going to give you $30 in credit that you can, st- you can spend at the VSIN store. You'll get it right now. The sale has been extended. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Remember, when you sign up, become a VEASAN Pro, you get everything we offer, including free picks that we email you every single day. We're going to make you some cash, become a pro, and also spend $30 on us at the store. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Okay, we've got your boy Amal coming up in 15 minutes, so we'll talk to Amal Shaw from Big Bets, see how he's feeling today. It's always interesting. But before oh, we God. do that... What's, what? What are, where is he going to take us? What ride will he take us on today? How's he, by the well, way, well, I meant to ask, I mean, you're not out there either. How's he handling the Ohio State beatdown? I, I mean, how'd that, how's that going? I can, I can already tell you how he's going to answer that question. He's going to be very monotone. He's going to give you one a short answer, answer. And he's going yeah, to say, gonna get a one I, didn't really, I didn't really care anyway. That's what he, so uh, yeah, exactly. now that we've yeah. said that, now that we've teased it, we have to ask him all about his Ohio State Buckeyes, yeah. who, by the way, Sitting there at five, if USC loses tonight, the Buckeyes are in the dance. They're going to go to the Final Four. I mean, yeah. I mean, that'd be interesting, right? I because mean, you're, they're, they're Alabama's there. six. So, look, Ohio I think State's Alabama. Jump them. Ohio State's sitting there perfectly. I mean, this is the problem with the, these, these, all st- these conference championship games. You're better off losing them than you are winning them. You know, I mean, like here you are, you're, you're USC. You got to go now. You got to go play a tough Utah team. Could you imagine if if Ohio State had to go play another tough team again? You know, and and the, but they win and they, you know. So I, I don't know. I, I there's that's that's what I don't like about this whole process. Whoever gets five and doesn't play in the game is in the driver's seat. Just want to say this about tonight's game. Right now, USC is laying two and a half. Again, they've got everything to play for. And Utah has been awesome in the Pac-12, so I'm not disrespecting them. But Utah beat USC 43-42. to In that matchup at Utah, USC was up by 14. 
There were weird penalties down the stretch. Remember, Cameron Rising going for two. They won it on a two-point conversion with 48 seconds to go. Here is the concern for Utah tonight. Dalton Kincaid, who's their best wide receiver, he had 16 catches for 234 versus USC on October 15th. He was banged up in the in the loss in the win last week against Colorado. So there is some concern whether or not Kincaid's going to be full strength. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And USC, like I said, they have everything to play for. And they've got the Heisman winner and Caleb Williams on their team. It is going to be a fascinating matchup there in Vegas tonight. Yeah, it will be. And, you know, like, what about TCU? They got to play Kansas State, which was a hard game for them the last time, right? Of course. So, you know, I mean, I mean, Ohio State's sitting there with two chances to get this thing. 100%. Most Ohio State fans that I know believe they're going to get in. Which way they get in is interesting. Hard to beat a good team twice like Kansas State. TCU, though, TCU is a very balanced team. TCU is more balanced than they were given credit for when they went on this run. Good defensively, good offensively. We shall see. Now, one thing I wanted to point out is in your Lombardi look ahead, you had the top five quarterbacks. I'm going to give these because I think it's fascinating. One was Mahomes, two was Allen. Then we go three through five. Three is Burrow, four is Tua, five is Herbert. Do you know what's fascinating about that? In the 2020 draft, Burrow goes one, Tua goes five, Herbert goes six. Isn't that crazy, the synergy there? So they got it, it right based on your rankings right now. That's pretty cool. The 2020 draft, uh, Burrow, Tua, Herbert are three, four, and five in your top five quarterbacks right now. What do you think What do you think Her- Herbert would look like if he was in Miami? Oh, my. His numbers would be – he'd be an MVP. He'd be in the MVP conversation MVP, like Tua yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, somebody I mean, asked Waddle, me that on the radio Waddle and Tyreek, just yards after catch is just – it's a palooza. Well, plus, I mean, they're playing such a – they're playing. we're going to find out how good they are. Can, and with Armstead not playing this weekend at left tackle and Brendan Shell at right tackle, are they going to be able to protect Tua? I mean, Tua's not gotten hit very much since the injury. He got hit last week. I thought he got hurt last week, but he got up. But he's not gotten hit. We'll see how that happens. I mean, Armstead's back, too, the defensive tackle. You know, they're kind of – they're getting healthy in San Francisco. I want to give you – Right now, MVP odds. Mahomes is minus 150. Hertz is your second betting favorite at three and a half to one. And Tua is your third betting favorite at four and a half to one. Josh Allen's 14 to one. So Tua is significantly shorter as far as odds than Josh Allen as far as the MVP. If you put Josh Allen on Miami, what would that look like? I mean, the, his weapons are crazy. And I do think McDaniel calls a good. Have you been impressed with the way McDaniel calls a game? Well, I, I think I don't like the way what he does on fourth down. I mean, he's going to make a mistake in this game. He's going to do something stupid and go for it and try to win the game. I mean, look, he almost cost him the Pittsburgh game. I mean, Pittsburgh's throwing the ball in the end zone. I think he's reckless, Patrick, with it. I, I think his play calling, I'm not a complainant. Some of the fourth down decisions is not good for me. So the remaining schedule for your boys, the Dolphins, so they're at San Francisco, and remember – that next week, they're at the Chargers. So they're going to probably stick around. Stay it's out there. At, yep. yep, at San Francisco, at the Chargers, at Buffalo. That might be the toughest three-game stretch anybody's faced. So we're going to find out a lot over the next three games what the Dolphins are all about. Again, at San Fran, at Chargers, come back home, go to Buffalo. That ain't easy. I, I mean, look, no, it's not. And, you know, and, and look, that when they beat the Patriots opening day, they got a fortune, you know, they got turnovers in that game. The Ravens was a great fourth quarter. The Bills turned the ball over. But, I mean, you know, the Viking game, you could say they lost, which to me was an interesting game to say the least. But that Steeler game is really the last, well, the first half of the, the Detroit game was a close game. But other than that, I mean, they battled against Chicago was right there with them. Oh, yeah. I mean, Chicago's right there with them. I mean, so it isn't like they've been, oh, my gosh, they're so good. They're, be- they're, they're beating bad teams. He's playing well. I don't know how good they are. I think we're going to get a chance to see that this week. I wrote just what you said down in my notes. I said the Dolphins have won five straight, but, you know, two of those wins, close wins against Chicago and Detroit, and two of their three losses this year have come on the road. They haven't been the same team on the road. They go on right. the road against the 49ers, uh, you know the number, right? I'll give you the number. I was just taking a look. It's four, right? It's, it's still four. I was just taking a look to see if it moved. It's four, 110 up and down, so it's not really moving off yeah. the four. It was three and a half, and it went to four. It was three and a half, and it went to four, and it's been at four for a while. It stayed there. 
And a lot of that is, look, the 49ers, it's going to be, I had it as mostly cloudy with some light rain. Today I just checked and it's just mostly cloudy, 57 degrees. So it should be good for him to go with no rain. I mean, he needs good weather. Let's just be honest. He needs good weather. Next week in Buffalo, good luck. What's that line, <laughs> yeah. Patrick? Uh, what's check, that line? You didn't give me that. Like, gave, you know, two weeks from now. What's that two week from now Buffalo-Miami uh, line? Try to pull that up for you quickly on the 49ers, Michael, at home. Four and I, I one at home. Their phone. loss their loss was to the Chiefs, um, where, to be fair, that's kind of where the Chiefs, the Chiefs asserted their dominance as far as maybe being one or two of the best teams in football because they were really good against San Francisco. But San Francisco's and one San Francisco, four straight come. Go ahead. But they were hurt in that game. There were a lot of injuries in that game. They were coming off, I think it was the Atlanta game. Weren't they just didn't they just play Atlanta in that game? Yes. I'll have to go back and check, but on they the just road. played Atlanta on the road, and Atlanta beat them on the road. They weren't this, they're, they're a different team now. I mean, San Francisco's a different team. You know, once they got through the bye week, they lost that Kansas City game. You know, then they went down to L.A. They beat the Rams, which was, you know, people thought it was a great win, but it really wasn't. And then they got the bye week, and now they've been on a three-game win streak since the bye, and they've been great defensively. I mean, the last four games, they haven't given up more than 17 points. Defensively, you mentioned, is it the best D in football? Best scoring D, 15-7 per. They're giving up. They're giving up the fewest yards in football at 281.7. So, again, 16-4 touchdown to turnover ratio for Garoppolo. He's doing enough. The question is, will Debo play this weekend? You saw what Shanahan said. Shanahan said he's going to have to show him something in practice to play today, to play this weekend. I'll be curious to see if Debo goes. Yeah. I mean, look, they've got weapons now. They've got a lot of weapons. I mean, Debo, they need Debo, but they got a lot of weapons. And Miami's got problems. Miami's – everybody attacks the other corner than Howard. And if you can block Miami's pressure, it, you know, and that's what I wrote about today. This is a really good coordinator battle between McDaniel and Shanahan. You know, both guys know exactly what the other one wants to do. It comes down to the matchups, and the matchups really favor San Francisco. Who's covering – Who's going to cover these guys for San Francisco? San Francisco's a fast offense. Not only are they a fast defense, they're a fast offense. With Kittle in there and then McCaffrey and their running back situation, it's hard to match up to it because if you want to stay base against them, they're going to, run, they're going to throw you out of it. If you want to go nickel against it, they run you out of it. By the way, the look ahead back in May for Week 15, which is what you're asking about, the Dolphins at the Bills was six. I don't have it currently. But Bill's I don't have it currently either. I looked on my sheet too. Yeah, it's not there. But anyway, it'll be it'll be fascinating. Like I anywho. said, this is the, this anywho. <laughs> this is my grandmother used to say the the San Francisco, the Chargers, and the Bills. After these three weeks, we'll see what the Dolphins are all about. Really, what it's really what it comes down to. Yeah, and I think I think you mentioned this in your Lombardi look at the coordinator battle with Shanahan and McDaniel. Like they know each other inside and out. This Sunday is going to be very interesting uh, as far as the chess game played between the two head coaches. How's them all taking the Ohio state loss? We'll find out next. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. 
I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it is the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. Of course, remember, every time you make a wager at the King of Sportsbooks, you earn BetMGM reward points, and you can convert those points, like Amal Shaw does, into free bets, airfare, dining, shows. It's a corporate. It's just there's so much to get to over at BetMGM. Make sure you sign up right now, BetMGM.com, or download the app. You got to be 21 years or older, 1 800 Gambler, if you have an issue. Okay, we got you back here on the Lombardi line. He's Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. We're going to welcome in our buddy Amal Shaw, of course, one half of Big Bets with Dave Ross that follows the Lombardi line. I'm going to get out of the way and I'm going to let you, Michael Lombardi, ask him the question that we need to pay off here. Go for it. You know, Amal, I, I I was listening to, I watched the Ohio State-Michigan game, and at halftime, Ryan Day says, we're playing really tough. I like where we are. What was your reaction to that comment? Well, I mean, look, they missed some opportunities. I, I mean, I'm kind of indifferent. I think the biggest problem is they're too much of a finesse team. You know, the fourth and one, that, he runs the point? ball. He, he throws that, the ball against my... Maryland. He does the same thing against uh, – uh, Michigan, here's how I always frame it when you're on defense. If you're cheering for a team or if you have a bet on a team that's on defense, do you want them punting the ball? Do you want them throwing the ball? Or do you want them running it? And running would be my third option because I feel like that's the easiest scenario in which you're going to be able to get a first down. Now, you can argue that Stroud had Stover open on the play and probably threw it a little bit long, but still, if you run the ball, I don't think they're stopping Mayan Williams from getting a half a yard there or a yard, whatever was necessary. Yeah, I mean, I think you answered that. They're they're just not a tough team. That's my point. Yeah. Like, I think he mistakes what he thinks. Is, I don't think he really knows what toughness looks like. Because I agree with you. Like, if, if you just punch him in the – you got to win close games, to win playoff games, to win games in December, right? It's why Philly's going to be a really hard team to beat because every third and one, fourth and one, Philly gets in that rugby formation and they get a first down. You know, it's hard. You know, and you got to be able to – got to convert – third and one in playoff games or games in December. And that's a, that's a tribute to toughness. That's why I just don't see Ohio State. But I do think – I'd like to hear what you think. I do think they'll get in. Yeah, it depends. I think if USC loses tonight, they're going to get in. Uh, if TCU loses, I don't think they get in. I think TCU gets in despite maybe from a television standpoint and a monetary standpoint, you'd want to select you, Ohio State, especially with the ratings that we saw for the game this past weekend, highest since 2011 in the regular season. And that Alabama-LSU game was played at night, so I think you're going to generally get higher ratings for something like that. So I, I think it'll be one of those scenarios where – if it comes down to TCU, because you can't penalize a team for playing in a conference championship game, in my opinion. Well, you are yeah, actually. I agree. You're, you're dressed like Don Draper right now. So my question for you is: I heard a rumor that you're actually going to throw on your Utah jersey and go cheer for the Utes tonight at the Pac-12 championship game. Is that is that true? The rumor I heard them all. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to be going with Paulie Howard and Hoops Peterson. Can't wait. You know, get over there and watch <laughs> that one. Should be a lot of fun. Can't wait. I mean, it's going to be an all timer. <laughs> Who do you go? Who do you, do you have a play in the game, Amal? Who do you like? 
<laughs> I do I do not. I think it's going to be a tough game to call. Revenge is a huge factor for the Trojans here. You know, it's funny. I was just um, on a Zoom call, and uh, they were asking me about USC. And it was, it was with um, some people that actually went to SC. And I said, listen, uh, the greatest thing about USC is Lincoln Riley hasn't fired Alex Grinch yet. As long as the Grinch who stole defense will be their coordinator, USC will not be as dominant as they should be. If they had a coordinator with a pulse and knew what the hell he was doing, SC would be marching to national titles and we'd be reliving the Pete Carroll era. Wow. The, wow. Well, well, what they, about hold Alex on, Grinch? Hold on. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, the one thing about Grinch's no, defense is that they've been so opportunistic. I mean, they lead the nation in, in takeaways. So it's like, that's but, but that's what saved his ass, right? Yeah. You're correct on that. However, you know, they've gotten to play teams like Colorado. I'm pretty sure Bishop Gorman is more competitive than the Buffaloes are right now. I know modern day is definitely better than Colorado. I mean, so from that standpoint, it's not like they're playing anybody. You look at the schedule. They benefited. They didn't have to play Oregon. Uh, they got UCLA. DTR has been a turnover machine his whole career. Great toughness, but an offensive turnover machine. Uh, you look at Grinch, when he was at Washington State, the most points Michigan State scored in the year they played Wazoo was in that bowl game against Washington State. Ohio State had their worst defense in a decade. Alex Grinch was a co-defensive coordinator there. Lincoln Riley's teams have never stopped anybody on defense. Alex Grinch has been a guy there. So I don't know. If you just kind of maybe take what's the common thread among those three scenarios, Alex Grinch. Maybe Mike Leach knows what he's doing. I mean, he had Grinch up at Washington State. That's where when Washington State played good defense in that year that they want they were going they were, I forget what year it was that that Grinch was the coordinator. Remember? Well, right. And then when they played Michigan State in the bowl game, Michigan State had their highest offensive output of the season against Alex Grinch. Yeah. The Grinch that stole defense is tremendous. <laughs> did you come up with that or did you steal that? that I, I don't plagiarize. Come on. What do you think? I'm like everybody else at this network. I got my own material. Stop. I got, yeah, we all do. I mean, I, I, I don't put out an old album. I, we try to put new albums out every day here, too. Well, yeah, uh, one you of know, the greatest lines I ever I know you're a Bruce uh, Springsteen fan like I am. I went to see Springsteen in concert in Dallas one time, and he's playing this new music, and some guy stands up and goes, play the old stuff. That's what we came for. Yeah, but I mean, Bruce has no old stuff. I mean, it's funny well, you say that, right? If I when I drive home to today, I turn, when I when I drive home today, I'll, I'll have E Street Radio one in my car, and there's always a concert, end of a concert on between twelve and tw three o'clock. If the concert is anywhere but after or before eighty five, I don't listen to it. Not enough stuff. There's not enough material. <laughs> I want to hear everything. I like all this stuff. I'm not like that guy. I don't need to just hear, you know, Bobby Jean. I need to hear it all. I remember seeing him at Pac Bell Park and Greg Papa and I happened to run into each other in the bathroom after the concert. It was one of the great concerts of all time. And he didn't play Bobby Jean. I said, Greg, he played everything else. I mean, like, what do you, the guy could play like four hours. I mean, like, what do you want him to do? The, if well, I you think... haven't seen it, if you haven't seen it at all, Howard Stern did an interview with Bruce and Michael and I don't think Stern did a great job with it, but Bruce was exceptional, and it's being aired on HBO. So if you have HBO or I, if you need my password, I can pass it along. You can check it out. I, I appreciate it. I do have HBO. I saw it, and as soon as I saw the interview, I watched it for about 30 seconds. I said, okay, I'm not going to live forever. Who's got time for this? I'll, I'll just take the abridged version on Twitter. <laughs> He's fired. Amal so Shaw bad. is fired up today. So bad. God love him. Um, Amal, how are we now, doing in the contest? Where are you in the contest? <laughs> Let's put it this way. The Titanic has a better chance of surviving than I do at this point in time. <laughs> Been a rough couple of weeks uh, right now. Yeah. So uh, uh, t still uh, f uh, six points, I think six and a half points back. Um, so not too far out of it, but going to need uh, uh, some big plays down the stretch here. What, what are your, what are your, who do you like this week in the contest? Uh, you know, I, to be honest with you, I haven't paid that much attention because we, we've had college basketball conference play starting in the Pac-12 already. But uh, the one that intrigues me is I like Detroit at home against Jacksonville. I'm not a buyer on this Jaguars team as much as other people are. They tend to play well when they're in Duval. I want to see this team Mike on Palm's the road. On, Mike Palm's on Jackson. Mike Palm's on Detroit, too. There you go, Patrick. You got two guys on your Lions. Go for it. Yeah, uh, that, makes, that makes me feel special. I appreciate it. I, I would have assumed with Palm, you would have said he's on the under on the game. <laughs> well, I'm sure he is. On, he's on blanket. every single under. He, he is a blanket under better. There is no uh, doubt about that. You two guys he will appreciate this. You two guys will I get. I start my Angelo Cataldi interview at 7 a.m. this morning here on WIP. And before he introduces me, he just announces he's playing unders in every soccer game from here on to eternity. And he feels like he's going to win every one. I mean, even he's got the Mike Palm call. He does it. He's well, going to play all the he's unders. O, he's, o for two. he's O for 2 this morning. He is. He's yeah. definitely 0 for 2 this morning. 
Uruguay got bounced out of the tournament. Yeah. One and one. Actually, you know what? It's one and one because Uruguay was two, two and a half. You're 100 percent. They scored early and didn't score late. They needed another goal. Are you bullish on 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 the United States tomorrow against the Netherlands? Where do you stand right now? Well, I'm biased. Obviously, I want Team USA to win, uh, but. You know, I think it's a great matchup, Patrick. When you look at it from a European standpoint, the clubs that you could have theoretically faced, not just based on what you see in this tournament, but in his, historically speaking, the Europeans generally tend to defend better than any other clubs in the world. But if you're going to pick out one team that doesn't defend particularly well, that's a world-class team, usually speaking, it's the Dutch. Now, you know, Clockwork Orange is not as good defensively, dangerous offensively. No. Memphis Depay, Gagpo has been outstanding right there for the golden boot. I don't know if the United States is going to win, but I really like their chances in terms of the matchup. Instead of having to face, say, someone like Brazil or whatever team they could have possibly faced, uh, France or someone like that later on, you, you look at the skill level of those two clubs compared to the United States, it's just absolutely appreciably different. But I like their chances simply because... They've got some momentum going. They got a win that they needed to. I thought they defended when they needed to. Turner's good as long as he doesn't play with the ball at his feet. That's one area that concerns me. If Pulisic is healthy, I think this team's got a shot. I don't, I, look, realistically, I don't know if we're going to win this one, but I like this one. By the way, Patrick, this is the only sport you'll ever hear me say we. This is the one team that I live and die with. Wow, I love well, that. I love that. I was, that's awesome. I was telling, I was like, telling well, Michael earlier. When I say earlier, we with the 76ers, that's how I feel about the 76ers. Yeah, I, yeah but, I, yeah, but that's, that's love-hate. You say we with the 76ers <laughs> and you hate them. I, I, I ripped them today on the air. I was sorry. I just, Angelo threw me a lob. I dunked it. I just went slamming it down. I, I felt like Michael Jordan. It was perfect. Give me a play on USC Utah. Are you going to go under the total like a bunch of these sharp betters right now? Where are you at? I didn't touch it. I, I love the Wolverines this week, and I think they're going to absolutely house uh, Purdue. Amal Shaw, I like you're that. the best. Thank you. Thanks, Appreciate Amal. You. Appreciate you. <laughs> Thanks, Patrick. <laughs> the Grinch that stole defense. Michael, I'll see you early tomorrow morning. Big Bets is next. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.